There was a study done in 1974 called the Loftus and Palmer Experiment, or the car crash test, and they wanted to find out how reliable eyewitness testimony is and if it could be affected by the way events are described. They did two separate experiments to study this. In the first experiment, they showed a group of students car crash films that ranged anywhere from 5 to 30 seconds. After the films, they asked the students how fast the cars were going when they either smashed, collided, bumped, hit, or contacted the other car. What they found was depending on how they described the film, the students' recollection of the speed of the car would vary. The students who were asked how fast it was going when it contacted figured it was going about 32 miles an hour. When it hit, about 34. When it bumped, 36. When it collided, 39. When it smashed, 42. This may seem like a small incremental step in the speed increase, but when you think about the gap from the lowest one it contacted to the highest one it smashed, you get around a 33% speed increase, which is pretty dramatic. In the second experiment, they showed 150 students a film of a car driving through the countryside before it got into a multi-car pileup. They then asked 50 of the students how fast the car was going when they hit each other, 50 how fast they were going when they smashed into each other, and then 50 of the students they didn't ask anything at all. A week later, they went back and asked them if they saw broken glass on the ground. Over twice as many students claimed to have seen broken glass on the ground when they were asked about the cars smashing into each other, as opposed to the ones who were asked about it hitting each other or the ones who weren't asked any questions at all. What these two experiments show is that the words and the verbiage used can directly affect our memories when they're being described to us or when we're describing them to ourselves. I've talked a lot in the Mindset Mondays about how important words are. And even though these guys were doing their experiments to show eyewitness testimony might not be the most reliable, we can think about this in the same context as all my other Mindset episodes about how our words affect us and those around us. Think about advertising and how everything's presented to you. There's a reason why they say as low as $9.99 or as cheap as this or for only this amount. Just like the study where the students were asked about the speed of the crash, the words used in those sentences manipulate your mind into thinking about the product a certain way. What is the overall actual price of it? Is it a high price? Is it a fast speed in that crash? Or is it being presented to you like the students who heard the word contacted, where they perceive the speed to be very low, although everybody saw the same video? And then think about how you describe yourself to yourself and to those around you. And think about those students who came back a week later and were asked if there was glass on the ground. If describing an event in a specific way can completely change the visual recollection of a car crash to a group of students, imagine what it does every time you tell yourself how ugly you are, or how stupid you are, or how sad you are, or how tired you are. Think of what your recollection of yourself is down the road because of that. And think about how other people perceive you because of your own choice of words. Think about that time that somebody gave you a compliment on your hair or your shirt and you said, oh no, it looks stupid. You're putting that in their mind and a week later when they think back about your hair, what do you think they're going to picture? They're not going to picture the beautiful hair that they complimented you on the first place. They were told that it looks stupid. It's going to lower the value and the attractiveness of your hair or whatever it was that they complimented over time. Not just to them, but to you as well, because you heard it just as you said it. 
but also think about how we can use this in the opposite way, in a positive direction. Instead of asking yourself all the time, why am I so tired? Why not just change the verbiage around a little bit to ask yourself, how awake am I right now? Instead of asking yourself, why am I so sad? Ask yourself, how happy am I right now? See those little tiny changes in verbiage make huge impacts down the road and making sure that we only fill ourselves with positive talk, even when we're associating it with a negative situation can have dramatic impacts on us. Our minds are very manipulatable and everything you see and hear and taste and smell and think and remember are constantly changing your world inside of yourself. When we get down to it, our entire existence is made up of perceptions of our memories. So when studies like this show us how important little things like single words are in affecting our memories, shows us how very careful we need to be when speaking to ourselves, about ourselves, and when speaking to others. Because if your world and your whole existence is nothing but your memories, and experiments like this show that our memories can be affected, then why not affect them for the better?